Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Vagina. Vagina. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Vagina. <laughs> Please tell me you've seen that TikTok and you know what I'm referencing. <laughs> it was a good one. Well, hi world, it's Jenguin, and I am here a week ahead of when I recorded this episode, two weeks ahead, actually, of when I recorded this episode, and I just wanted to insert a disclaimer. If you are listening to this, it is either Christmas, or right before Christmas, or maybe I'm having technical difficulties and Christmas has just passed. Either way, I recorded this a couple weeks ago, and... I couldn't decide what I was going to do for the week of Christmas for the podcast. And spontaneously, last episode, I met up with my friend Yesenia. And so that worked out perfectly. I was able to upload that a week prior to Christmas. And then this episode is my Christmas cast. I'm assuming I'm probably going to put this up late though. So if you're listening to this, I hope you had a very Merry Christmas. And it was full of no drama, no tears, no sadness, no loneliness can't say can't tell you what mine was like I can I can assume right now all that to say in this episode if I'm at all referencing like oh last week last week's episode when I said this thing I am talking about the episode before my coffee chat with Yesenia but this this week is a lot more lighthearted, and I hope you enjoy it. it's actually like it's kind of boring in some parts and it's really long And it's all about Christmas things, but I was just trying to have fun with it. And if I don't see you till then, then Happy New Year. But I'm going to try and keep up with this, guys. And honestly, my New Year's episode may possibly turn into a car cast. I might be hitting the road because this year has been rough. And I think I'm just going to start driving south. So we shall see. Good luck listening to this episode. Bless your heart. Bless your souls. Bless your ears. (laughs) <laughs> and I'll talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. Hello. Hi, world. It's Jenguin. So I am sitting in my car. It is pouring rain in fabulous Indiana. I'm wearing a really scratchy sounding coat. So if you hear a lot of that, um, that's why. I apologize. Um, and I'm in the parking lot of a restaurant um, where I'm probably about to be ditched by another friend the third or fourth time that this has happened in a week or two and um this is why um this is probably another reason why i just like don't like responding to people anymore like i just i don't i don't really like making plans or meeting up or i i because i'm literally always let down um Anyways, we're not talking about that today yeah last week was enough complaining or I to me it wasn't really complaining just like heaviness um and this week I want to be a little bit more lighthearted. this rain is just making me so happy so I want to make myself even more extra happy um by just having fun and playing games um also I'm gonna stop this recording right now to see how bad the audio is or maybe it's peaceful maybe you guys just want me to like shut your trap Jenny so we can listen to the rain and fall asleep and have a good time on the podcast for once. Let's see. Let's see if you can hear it. I'm going to put you by the window. She's going to get ghosted.
And her friend's gonna bail and break her heart again. I'm so excited. I don't know why I do that in that weird fake singing voice. I think it's a coping mechanism. <laughs> Alright, I'll be right back. Anyways, the uh, the audio's pretty sucky and you can't really hear the rain, so... All that to say, the rain might be heavy tonight, friends, but this episode will not be. Let the rain be heavy, but not our hearts. That was just something I really wanted to bless your ears with this week. <laughs> um, no, I'm in a good mood. I'm dressed up. I feel pretty. I look pretty. Um, I have a new spicy um, type of jewelry I'm trying out uh, today from Amazon. It's faux piercings for a certain body part. And uh, <laughs> just so I could see if it was something I would like or would be interested in, I texted one of my friends this week that I was like, um, I really want to get a certain body part pierced. And I was like, but I think I'm going to try fake ones first from Amazon. And she's like, yeah, girl, do that first. <laughs> um, and I'm kind of liking it. It's kind of hot, guys. But um, it's probably because it wasn't painful. And But that sucked. And then the part that was really sucky that, like, ruined my week kind of was, I'm not going to call them out, very close family member. Um, I'm staying at their house. And... Um, you guys know my situation and my living conditions. Um, and I woke up, well, I was up all night because I've been pulling all-nighters. And I'm on a completely opposite schedule from everyone because I like that these people went to sleep. And now the house is quiet and the world is silent and I can get all my work done and not be interrupted. And um, just get shit done. So at this point, it's 2 a.m. Um, I, I wasn't drinking energy drinks or anything, but I was just wide awake and I walked to the bathroom to pee. And the argument that came from getting up to pee, because I don't know what is wrong with you people who, <laughs> which don't take this personally, but I don't even know who it is out there. I'm just this is like a just a venting session. If you listen to Miranda Sings, call, Colleen Ballinger. Why did I say it like that? She would murder me if she heard me say that. Colleen Ballinger's podcast, Relax, with her husband, Eric Stocklin. If you know those people. I listen to their podcast, and the beginning of their episode, they kind of do a similar thing that I do, and they talk about something that needs to relax that week. So it'll be like microwaves and how they make your plate really hot but your food is still cold like they every week they'd say what needs to relax this week so for me my kind of version of that is the worst part of my week and the best part um and so this is just where i'm going with this you y'all need to relax with the oh my god it has to be absolutely completely pitch black super quiet not a mouse can take a step if you blink it's too loud for them because it's going to wake them up. Literally, this person, <laughs> if they're listening to this, I'm sorry. You know I love you, um, but th I'm not calling you out because I don't want to embarrass you. Um, but they literally said, can you turn off the lights to that Christmas tree in the living room? Because it's keeping me awake. And their bedroom door was closed. And you're trying to sleep, right? So your eyes should be closed and mind you this person does not have a full-size christmas tree it's the one that kind of like goes up to like your waist 
and there's like a total of three lights on the tree and the living room is not like it's across from their bedroom where like the lights are like going underneath the doorway you know it's like around the corner in a completely different part of the house it is literally physically impossible for you to be able to see the lights to this christmas tree from their bed and they were like can you please turn that off it's keeping me up i'm like how the fuck are these christmas lights over there with your eyes closed and your door closed keeping you up so they now sleep with the fan i don't know if it's just for white noise or what but they never used to and they sleep with a fan on now which thank god it would be so much worse when i like visit their house if they didn't have this fan on but the fan literally is doing freaking nothing because the door is closed and i was walking to the bathroom and the floorboard squeaked and they woke up so then they come out of the room and they're like hey i have to use the bathroom so uh, i let them use the bathroom and i'm like i'm about to get in the shower you're not getting in the shower oh my gosh they freaked out because it was going to keep them up and i was like i took a shower in the middle night the other day and it didn't wake you up so i was just assuming you were asleep and the shower is not going to wake you up the biggest argument like breakdown screaming yelling at each other had to leave i literally i was like go to bed please stop talking about this in the morning like the argument got kind of out of control i was raising my voice and a part of me that i hate about myself came out and i just had flashbacks from previous other relationships with family members and it was just very triggering and so i left and then i had basically another breakdown in the car on my way to this other person's house in the middle of the night literally 3 freaking a.m and i just wanted to be like does this person ill every freaking week i try to say i'm not gonna get emotional and i'm not gonna cry but i'm gonna force myself to not cry cry right now talking about this but i was like does this person not realize what it is like for me and you know i sound so like whoa it's me right now but like on, that's just just how it is guys this uh my perspective their perspective i feel really bad they apologized i need to apologize because i still haven't because i've just been flustered about the situation and i needed time to process because the thoughts that i was processing in this situation was how do they not realize that like i don't have a place of my own to fucking pee in the middle of the night when i want to i'm sorry i know i stay up and i'm on a completely different schedule than you that's besides the fact but like if i was dead asleep and i woke up oh no i drank water before i bet i went to bed so i need to pee and i get up to pee in someone else's house and we all flip out because i woke them up because i had to pee and i wanted to take a shower because i was sweaty from the gym i just was I, it again it hit me I was like this is my why is this my freaking life I don't have a place of my own to pee in the middle of the night like do they not realize like I'm sorry I really truly did not want to wake you up I that is not my intention I'm not trying to be a bitch or a terrible guest or a horrible like inconsiderate person that is not me and like that was not my intentions at all but like you realize how stressful this is for me to like have to get my all of my stuff because I'm living out of bags a backpack with my laptop and my planner and my shower bag that has all my things that I was going to use to take a shower in my little backpack that I carry around with me that has my makeup and my wallet and my coat and my shoes and I had to get dressed and warm up my car because it's fucking freezing outside and then my other backpack that has my clothes because I don't have a freaking house or a closet or anything to live from like do you think I want this do you think I want to keep you up and like 
inconvenience you and stress you out and be arguing with somebody in the middle of the night because I had to pee and I don't have a bathroom of my own. Like, it is so freaking miserable thinking of my life that way, which is why I try not to when I block things out and I just cope with humor and I ignore things and I try to make things lighthearted because when I really actually sit and think about it, I broke down in that car driving at 3 a.m. to go somewhere else so that I can pee. And my heart is pounding right now. I'm not crying for once, but I just like, I don't know, put yourself in someone else's shoes. Again, I, I need to apologize to this person. I feel really bad. And we kind of like made up the other night and did other things together that made us happy, but we just kind of like ignored the situation. And I hate that it's gotten to that point. And I'm not gonna lie, they are doing better at like apologizing when they're in the wrong. And I just have gotten really bad with communicating, so I shut down and I didn't even like say thank you for apologizing. But I just, I don't know if that person even realizes like why I freaked out and why we were screaming and yelling at each other because they were just pissed off in their shoes that they wanted to go to sleep and they had to work the next day and they were sick and they didn't want to be woken up. But like, I didn't know that walking to the bathroom to pee was going to wake them up and make them that upset and that they can see Christmas lights through their eyelids and through the door and around the corner and over the river and through the woods from grandmother's house. Like I, <laughs> so first of all, yeah, you guys need to calm down with your freaking sleep. Like learn to sleep with freaking TV and sound on or like a freaking glimmer of light going through the curtains because that is just like if that's how you are and you have guests over at your house I'm gonna tell you from the perspective of a guest that's the most freaking annoying thing in the entire world that I can't get up to pee or get a glass of water or something because I'm gonna wake the demon <laughs> Whew! So that's out of the way. Now what positive is I'm possibly going to have some tacos by myself here <laughs> if my friend doesn't show up, which they were supposed to be here like an hour ago. So don't think that's happening. And I'm freezing right now in this car. So I need to like stop this recording and turn the heater on for a minute so I can warm myself up. Um, and then I'll think of an actual positive for this week. <laughs> we'll go from there. All right. See you in a minute. So I don't know what's going to happen or come of this episode. Honestly, I don't even know what I plan to do if I'm going to look up quizzes or conspiracy theories or some kind of games or something to just like be fun and entertaining um, because I'm in a good mood and I just want to keep it that way. Um, also, if I sound like really lispy, <laughs> ew, I hate that the word lisp is what it is to describe what it is a lisp <laughs> i'm very lispy because i have my um smile direct love um aligners in my mouth and they're just very very fun to talk with um so they make me very spitty and and lispy <laughs> so i'm sorry but i guess if i pull some light out of that dark situation Despite all of that drama and having to drive to somebody else's house in the middle of the night, luckily I had keys to their place um, and I could get in. I was able to oh, do one of my favorite things in the entire freaking world that honestly is one of the things that I probably cry the most about because my house was just my safe place and it was peaceful to relax and be pampered and taken care of and be waited on as the queen that I am in my own home 
in a hot, steamy bathtub. And I don't get to do that nightly. And I really miss it. I really miss having my own place. Do not cry, Jenny. Do not cry. 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 I'm sitting here like very peaceful, relaxed, listening to the rain and the cars driving by and just thinking of the bubble baths with the candles and the bottles of wine and the pampering that I would receive in my bathtub. And I just miss it so much. I just miss it so much. And it was not the same um, type of treatment or pampering or whatever you want to call it as it used to be but at least I got to sit in a container full of hot water that night I took a shower rinsed off from the gym used my awesome pink shampoo for my hair that like I said last week makes me happy that I don't have to pay five thousand dollars every two weeks to get my hair pink again and it is just staying pink because of the shampoo and then I put my clip in my hair and I let that shampoo just soak in my hair while I sat there in the bathtub all alone <laughs> I hope you guys know what I'm quoting when I do weird things like that usually when I'm talking weird like that I'm quoting a movie <laughs> do you know what I'm quoting right there when I say all alone <laughs> sit and talk to myself all alone <laughs> it's me <laughs> oh my god I love that movie anyways um so that was a positive I got to have a nice hot steamy bath um immediately after a terrible situation so I'm trying to find the good in the bad guys um and then another good thing a positive to one up the negative um I don't know I guess maybe I'm seeing results from the gym I'm trying to like eat more and fill myself with protein and vitamins and food and um I was not eating enough but enough and I had dwindled myself away to like 108 pounds at one point this year I was 104 and I have not been that weight since beginning of high school like middle school so um I was just like mad like oh my god I lost all my boobs and I lost all my butt and I'm really skinny and people are like oh my gosh you look so good and maybe I look healthy and my face is slimmer and I go tanning so my skin is glowing and I wear SPF but I also take care of my skin and so like I look good but like I want my booty back and so I've just been stubborn and I was like I don't want to gain all that weight back that I previously had because I was miserable like that just very self-conscious and wasn't comfortable in my own skin wearing bikinis and stuff like I can just I strut around naked and I am so confident these days however I'm skin and bones like oh, I keep being called chicken legs by a certain person and um I'm just tired of having these toothpick legs and I don't think I can really ever fix that because I have that like Hispanic body where your legs are very little and they never grow but like I'm going to gain all my weight in my midriff and my arms. So it's not as bad right now because all of me is pretty skinny but I miss my booty filling out my jeans and stuff. So all that to say I'm eating a lot more and I'm trying not to be a stubborn like you have to eat if you want to gain like muscle and weight and stuff the way that you're trying to. So I'm shoving my face with food and honestly I'm treating myself like I'm even eating all the carbs. I'm eating 
ice cream in the middle of the night. Like as long as I am keeping up with my workout regimen and being consistent and like lifting heavy and stuff, I've just been spoiling myself and eating whatever I want. So that's my second positive is that I looked in the mirror the other day and I'm pretty sure I'm a very like mind over matter type of person. I might be just convincing myself in my brain that my booty's growing, but like it's looking pretty good. I think, I think my body is changing and I found this machine at the gym. It's a, I think it's called a back extension back with the other the other ones hip to hip up hip abductors love those things back extension or it has to be back extension because on the little planet fitness picture the part of your body that's highlighted is your lower back muscles in the middle of your back like right on the sides of your spine lower back and like the top of your glutes and basically the bar goes behind your shoulder blades and you lean kind of forward on this little chair and your legs are sitting on these like supports. And so you're kind of like at a 90 degree angle, your body and you're, you're leaning forward, like you're about to topple over, but then you put the weight to whatever you want. And I put it really heavy. Love it. It's, it's not hard. I just like, I know that like, Oh, if I do 30 pounds, it's not going to do nothing. So I was putting it like 85, hundred pounds. And then you push that bar back with your shoulder blades and so that's where all the weight is so it is activating your lower back and it it almost like I got scared because I was like oh my I'm gonna have a lot of like back pain it's gonna hurt my spine but if you do it correctly I didn't have my knees locked and I'm using that mind to muscle like power that we have in our bodies and if you follow workout people you know if you like touch the muscle that you're trying to work out your brain sends a signal to like this is what we're trying to activate and like if you really think about it if you picture your glutes while you're working out and you squeeze them when you're supposed to oh my gosh like I have a little booty like the bottom there's a little fluff there but the top of my booty is like I don't know it's like I have a muscly back so it makes it look like my butt is flat because there's no like dip in that center lower back and so I'm trying to build a shelf booty why am I talking about this <laughs> oh my gosh somebody out there cares I don't know maybe somebody's trying to get fit and go to the gym and the new year's coming so new year's resolution guys telling you about this new machine at Planet Fitness I love it <laughs> but there's it's like building a little like shelf at the top of your booty and it's like making it like lifted and plump at the top so that you don't have a flat ass on the top and then all your butt is at the bottom <laughs> does that make sense so I've been using that and I'm pretty sure looking in the mirror that it is making a difference and I am so happy like I wear my thongs now <laughs> Wow, this is so much TMI, but what for real? <laughs> I wear my thongs like you know how you just like wear your underwear like across your body like uh, like normal like kind of like a low rise jean that you would wear in the early two thousands. Well, my friend Shelly, she's like a big workout chick, and she does like competitions and stuff like that. She wears her underwear and her like bikinis like really up high on her hips like they did in the 80s. So if you can picture that, you know what I'm talking about. Like they lifted the strings to their thongs like really high instead of it going across your lower waist like in a straight line. And so when you lift it like that, it makes it look like you have bigger hips, wider hips, bigger booty. And I did not like doing that because sure it made a difference for her and it makes her banging body look even more banging because she's got a big butt but for me i had a little butt and i didn't have that little shelf on my lower back that like lifted it lifted a little booty 
And so now when I lift my thong and wear my bikinis and stuff like that, oh my gosh, it just, it looks so good. It makes all the difference. And I wish I could post a picture of this on my Instagram to show you, <laughs> but that would be a bit much. Maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll get really confident and just like post a sexy picture of me in a bathing suit so that it doesn't look like I'm just being a cochina, but like I'll post a bikini picture of me or something so that you can see what I'm talking about that like my booty's lifted and maybe I'll find like a before picture from like the summer when I was in a bikini that I was trying and it just wasn't working I don't know we'll see maybe not but if you're listening to this and you follow me on Instagram and you've seen a picture of my butt that is why I'm so sorry <laughs> oh my god I just recorded an entire segment getting into because I wanted to check to see if I can record and still use my phone to like google things and play games and stuff and I thought it was recording the entire time you missed so many things hilarious things <laughs> no I I got into the portion of where I'm I'm reading Christmas conspiracy theories and it just wasn't recording hang on I'm gonna test this again testing testing yeah it's recording right now so why did it stop the other one? All right, well, at least I explained what happened. You missed me taking out my aligners from my mouth because I just like, my mouth was not functioning and I sounded like a nerd slurping saliva, like people who take their retainers out in the morning. <laughs> like you really want to hear that. Um, No, but okay, so I was explaining, let me make sure that this is still recording okay it shows that it's recording so i wanted to keep this episode really lighthearted. so i looked up christmas conspiracy theories just because it's almost christmas and i really shit on christmas a lot last week i know i hate it um but i i don't hate the meaning of christmas i just hate christmas traditions and like the holidays themselves because they're just very traumatizing memories and just just not no bueno experiences with christmas um so to to give christmas a little bit of a break and in honor of a holiday season i was like let's look up christmas conspiracies or whatever and so this popped up so i'm gonna read this article it's got a picture of the the little kid from home alone the elf tim allen from santa claus and sally from nightmare before christmas I do love that movie and The Grinch. The Grinch is the best. We're just going to read this and have some fun. Keep it lighthearted. 10 theories about Christmas movie. Oh, Christmas movie um, theory. Conspiracy theories. So, 10 Christmas movies that will ruin your childhood. And I'm very sorry. <laughs> I just recorded this. But I was apologizing because I did not know that it was going to say it was going to ruin our childhood. <laughs> And I need not my childhood be any more ruined than it already was. And I'm not meaning to ruin your childhood, but I don't feel like Googling something else to do. So this is uh, just ruin your childhood is what I'm going to do right now. <laughs> and I already started reading a little bit of this um, article. This was from December 8th, 2020. And it really is, they're just being dramatic. Like it doesn't really ruin your childhood. They're just, it's dramatic effect. Like what I do. They're just trying to exaggerate and entertain you. So, all right, let's get into it. For those of you who didn't know these conspiracies. It seems like everyone loves to watch feel-good Christmas movies to get in the holiday spirit once December rolls around. But many holiday movie fans have noticed that some of these classics have dark theories behind them. If you scour the internet, there's no... 
I still can't speak even without my liners. Oh my god. There's no shortage of conspiracy theories about Christmas movies, old and new. Some make our skin crawl, and some will forever change the way we enjoy these holiday staples this time of year. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. I'm not trying to ruin your Christmas. <laughs> In honor of the holidays approaching, we decided to compile 10 theories about Christmas movies that will ruin your childhood. Just kidding. Um, but don't blame us. Yep, don't blame me, Frank Wins, that you can, if you can never watch these films again the same way. <laughs> again, dramatic effect. So here's number one. I've only read the first two so far, so... Max met the Grinch because he was an unwanted gift. And it's so sad to think of I never thought of it that way. So it's one TikTok user, of course, it's always a TikTok user, came up with a heartbreaking theory that Max the dog became buddies with the Grinch because he was an unwanted Christmas gift. They believe someone sent him to the dump on Mount Crumpet, where the Grinch resided with other unwanted holiday gifts. This, they say, is how he became the green man's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> poor max we all love max but i really didn't think of it that way that's very sad okay number two frosty the snowman is a demon <laughs> it's really funny it's showing a picture of frosty the snowman and he does have red eyes at one point in the movie and he's got a creepy smile here and ironically i was talking about frosty the snowman last episode with my sister so um it says, one YouTuber, of course, again, with the YouTubers and the TikTokers, believe Frosty the Snowman is actually a demon created by naughty children. Apparently, the children even used dark magic to bring the evil spirit to life. If you listen closely to the classic song depicting the snowman's birthday, this theory will start to give you the chills. And we're not talking about snow. So, I've only read those two so far, um, but it was like literally five minutes long, this segment, because... I could not remember the lyrics, so I'm over here like, I'll sing the whole entire freaking song, and I'm like, I swear, it's like the Mandela effect right now. Why do I remember, like, the lyrics, something about his birthday being in the song, but now I can't think of them. So then I googled the lyrics to Frosty the Snowman, and I'm trying to find what, where it talks about his birthday, and I can't find anything. Had to hurry on his way, and the children don't hear me. So, th there's literally no... There's no lyrics about his birthday, but I'm thinking maybe it's saying, okay, if you listen closely to the classic song depicting the snowman's birthday, and it does say birthday in quotes, this theory will start to give you the chills. So maybe it's just talking about, in general, like the song of Frosty the Snowman and how he came to be and stuff, that that's technically his day of birth. I don't know. But it doesn't really sound that creepy to me. That Frosty the Snowman is supposed to be an evil spirit and a demon that they brought to life. Were the children naughty in that movie? I also can't believe that my little sister hasn't seen that Frosty the Snowman movie. I'm gonna have to make her watch it this this winter. I feel like I do remember a scene like with a little kid like being like mischievous, you know, and like making a little hee hee like face and throwing snowballs or something at someone. I don't know, maybe. But and there's that. Number three. Santa from the Santa Claus is actually a wizard from Harry Potter. What? So there's a Reddit post that they've posted. It says, the whole Santa coming down the chimney thing is clearly just a muggle conspiracy to cover up the fact that Santa is a wizard traveling by flu powder. <laughs> what? A Reddit user brought up the idea that the... Okay, that's really weird how you worded this. A Reddit user brought up the idea that the idea of Santa coming down a chimney is a muggle explanation to a wizard traveling by flu powder. And this might suggest that Santa is a wizard from the Harry Potter universe. 
While this theory isn't just describing Santa from the Santa Claus with Tim Allen, it does encourage us to watch the way the film depicts Santa's magical abilities. So I was never a fan of these Santa Claus movies, so I have no clue what they're talking about. But in the general sense of Santa coming down a chimney and he's a muggle, I guess I could see that. But Santa's been around for billions of years, so... <laughs> Oh my gosh, the next one. Buddy from Elf is a creep. <laughs> well, no shit. <laughs> Buddy, okay, so this this is another Reddit post. Elf, Buddy, is not as innocent as you think and is really a pretty perverted peeping Tom, among other things. <laughs> Elf is one of the better Christmas comedies out there. I'm going to interject here and and uh, agree to disagree with this reddit user i i loved the elf when it first came out and then it was like this is the best christmas movie ever and everybody's obsessed with the elf and thinks it's the funniest thing on planet earth and i just like the more i watch it i love will ferrell sometimes he's very overrated and he does the same kind of roles and same kind of comedy but i do love will ferrell and i love him as the elf and he did a great job love zoe deschanel love the story and everything but i just like to me it's not as funny as the green and you are not it's funny as Jim Carrey or anything that Jack Black does. Um, and I just think that it's overrated. I'm kind of over the elf. But again, I am a unpopular opinion. This person says, Elf is one of the better Christmas movie comedies out there due to its almost genuine innocent humor and unique take on the Christmas holiday. Also, let me interject and say that this whole article is about the elf being a creep and a peeping Tom. So am I right or am I right? <laughs> But he seems pretty innocent in everything he does, too, except for the one part that sticks out like a sore thumb to me. About midway through the movie, Buddy hears Zoe Deschanel's character singing from inside the locker room elsewhere in the store. Duh, that's exactly what we were all picturing, right, in this scenario. He goes to investigate because, well, she's singing a Christmas song and he loves Christmas. Turns out that she's actually singing in the shower and Buddy begins to sing along with her. When she notices, she obviously freaks out and yells at Buddy to get out, who immediately clasps his hands over his eyes and makes a mad rush to the door, only to hit a locker. It's actually one of the funniest scenes in the movie to me. And it was funny the first time I saw it. But afterwards, Zoe Deschanel confronts Buddy and asks him why he was in the ladies' locker room while she was naked in the shower. Buddy replies saying, I didn't know you were naked in the shower. Haha, ha. elves don't understand showers. Buddy is so innocent. Joke landed. Okay, this this person must be very angry about this. I really don't think that this is that big of a deal. Like, yeah, we all fought it, but like, he has the mind of a child or something. So, um, we'll see what she says because in all caps in this Reddit post, she says, except... This is where she gets angry. Buddy does know what a shower is, and he most certainly knew she was naked. We get the scene earlier... We get this scene earlier in the movie while Buddy is still in the North Pole. Buddy might not be the smartest guy, but he most certainly does know what a shower is and just how naked one has to be to take one. So what conclusion are we left to draw? <laughs> oh my god, this lady is pressed. But I guess that is true. He takes a shower in the beginning of the movie and he's like really tall because he's in the North Pole and it's all elf-sized. I do remember that. Never thought of that next paragraph buddy the sicko as he is was actually trying to peep on zoe while she was in the shower and played his sick fetish off as innocence and just wanted to sing a christmas song the fuck? it begs the question what else has buddy played off with his innocence here he brutally injures oh it's a, like a link to a scene in the movie here he brutally injures multiple children on their way home from school he does i thought they were they shoved his face in the poop on the ground 
<laughs> and here he uses his obsession with syrup to get horribly shit-faced on the job. <laughs> this lady. I'm assuming this is a lady. I don't know why. It could be a man. And here he uses his so-called innocence to verbally abuse a man with a disability. What is he talking about there? Is this somebody in a wheelchair? I can't remember. Anyways, I'm sure there are others, if I were to dig deep enough. Buddy is not the man you all thought. He is a demented man-child that's using his innocence to live out sick fantasies of abuse and sexual desire. It should be mentioned that I'm totally joking here. Oh my god, thank goodness, because she sounded so angry. And this was just an amusing idea I had on the john. <laughs> oh my gosh! The ideas we have on the john, folks. See, I was jumping I was jumping into conclusions first. I, I was just judging her by the cover of this Reddit book she was writing <laughs> that she was just very angry Karen. <laughs> but apparently it was a joke. Anyways. The rest of the article says, while Elf is one of the most beloved feel-good holiday movies, one Reddit user believes Will Ferrell's lovable character has a dark, perverted secret. They suggest that Buddy is secretly a peeping Tom who projects himself as an innocent elf to get away with dark deeds. Maybe we need Peter Dinklage to go after him again. Oh, that's what they were talking about. Peter Dinklage. He has a disability. Gotcha. He's funny. He's the little, the little person from um, Game of Thrones, if you don't know who Peter Dinklage is. The, the elf you're an elf say i'm an elf again you're an elf <laughs> it's a funny movie i just it's just not my favorite next the santa claus is about cannibals what hannah priest on twitter okay so this is a twitter post it says here's a little festive question for you what is the most stone cold brutal horrific christmas film ever made Good guesses from everyone, but pull up a chair for a truly seasonal hot take. The most horrific Christmas film, or rather trilogy, is the Santa Claus. Oh yes. What is she talking about? Another theory about Tim Allen's The Santa Claus franchise is about the way the film depicts the life cycle of Santa Claus. To some, it suggests the elves are engaging in cannibalism. Yes, this person believes the family-friendly Christmas film features elves who cook people into cocoa that is enjoyed all over the North Pole. How festive. Again, I don't remember this movie. I think I've seen it. I did not know there, there were three. Dear God, I will never be watching those. <laughs> and maybe you guys know what that's talking about. Cannibalism? Next one. Kevin from Home Alone grew up to be... Oh my gosh. Why would... This is very strange that for some reason my brain was thinking of the movie Saw. Like, why, why was I randomly thinking of the movie Saw? And they happened to mention Saw in this article. That's so weird. Kevin from Home Alone grew up to be Jigsaw from Saw. If you don't like horror movies or gory stuff or scary movies, oh my gosh, those are so good. I'm over here. I am demented. I don't like Christmas movies and I'm over here talking crap about the elf. But I'm going to talk about how amazing Saw is. <laughs> god okay so if you don't know this about me as a very little girl my dad watched scary movies and literally one of my favorite movies as a child a little child was the original it from like the 80s it the clown yes the the, the, the thing that lives in the gutters that eats children <laughs> And it's a clown. Everybody's scared of it. I think being exposed to things like that as a little girl just kind of um, 
what's the word, desensitized me. And that's why I'm not like, I don't get scared and spooked and I don't have weird fears. Like, I don't know. I think that fears of clowns are so funny. It's hilarious and strange to me. Like, why are you afraid of this person who clearly has a shit ton of makeup on their face and they're supposed to be goofy? Anyways, that was one of my favorite movies. And my mom didn't really like when I would watch The Nightmare Before Christmas. She didn't like when I watched any of this stuff. But my dad just like, he was watching it and I was there and he left it on and I watched it with him and... He would, like, joke about it with me. He'd be like, hey, hey, want a balloon? And, like, make it, like, lighthearted and funny and weird. And, like, I always just pictured, like, this is so weird that somebody's dressed up like that and they're acting and this is their job. And somebody had to say, lights, camera, action. And then they did this. It had to have been so uncomfortable. Like, that's just how my brain worked. And it's the truth. <laughs> um, my mom didn't like when I watched Nightmare Before Christmas, but it was literally one of my favorite Disney movies. Just because it was just, like, different. It was dark, but there was music. I don't know. Anyways, why did I get here? So all that to say, I love the Saw movies. So a lot of people don't like these movies because they're very gory and gruesome. But if you can manage to get through it, even just through the first one, the story behind these movies to me is just, it's genius. First of all, honestly, kind of a good message. If you really think about it, as demented as it is, literally teaching people to be grateful for what they have and their life and their health and and their families and their bodies and you don't get that until the very end you just think that it's just this guy torturing people for no reason and making bloody scenes for nothing such such a good movie the twists and turns and there are multiples of those and i have seen the multiples of those i will not be watching santa claus but the jigsaw movies i they're just they're very deep and that's what i like about them so anyways there's my input on that back to christmas oh somebody said in quotes <laughs> oh my god i just realized home alone is the story of how the killer from the saw movies became what he is okay this is somebody's theory one writer at Grantland has a pretty amazing Home Alone theory for horror lovers. This mischievous little Kevin grows up to be the sinister jigsaw from the Saw movies. Think about it. Kevin is troubled, has violent tendencies, and records videos at home. The theory is quite a rabbit hole, but will totally change the way he views films from both franchises in the future. Wait, what? The theory is quite... A rabbit hole but will totally change the way we view films for both franchises in the future i'm i guess like i would have to get into this conspiracy theory to see what they're talking about because i actually have seen home alone and i've seen the jigsaw puzzles so i i don't know I, they must have gotten really deep down um kind of kind of gave you a spoiler there but i'm telling you they're good movies um okay that was the end of that so i don't know i'll just have to dig deeper into that if you want to know more about it gus from home alone is the devil <laughs> literally what the heck um home alone gus polanski john candy from home alone wait who is he gus is this one of the bad guys why can't i think of who gus is during a Christmas movie marathon, I started rewatching Home Alone 1. The movie is filled with great memories and scenes, but one thing that I think has been overlooked is that Kate McAllister actually sold her soul to get home to Chicago. Okay. First, let me point out the scene about the a minute four mark. I guess a minute into the movie. Notice this scene just as she says, if I have to sell my soul to the devil himself. 
It is that we now see Gus take notice of Kate and approach her before the airline rep can further help her in any way possible. Why can I not think of who this Gus person is? I'm sure you do. You can, so whatever. So what makes me think he is the devil? So what makes me think he is the devil or a deal demon? The heck is a deal demon? Oh God, there's another thing we got to dive into. Deal demons now. My evidence is the location, the Scranton airport, more specifically at the crossroads located right at the airport. At this point, I want to point out the myth regarding the crossroads demon. In a nutshell, it means that you can give an offering to the devil, in this case her soul, near a crossroads. The devil will show up and deliver it in exchange for the offering. What? Oh, so many things that I have to dive deep down into. And I know I have some murderinos on here. There's got to be people who love murder mysteries and horror and creepy things like this. Um, that I should have did that around Halloween if I would have started this podcast sooner this year. But we can get into that one day because all that kind of stuff creeps me the hell out because it's I think it's real and demons and stuff like that I do believe in paranormal activity never witnessed it very curious kind of want to but I don't want to because that's very traumatizing and I have had a dream a terrible nightmare of demons attacking me and so I can't imagine seeing actually something anyways apparently you can uh, offer you can give an offering to the devil at a crossroads and the devil will show up and deliver it anyways it is after this scene that gus gus offers kate a ride to chicago so what she was willing to sell her soul for it is after this scene that gus offers kate a ride to chicago to what she was willing to sell her soul for to which she agrees to essentially selling her soul it is at this moment, Gus smiles and points out to his friend renting the van, showing her he is honoring his side of the deal since she already put up her side, already agreed to a ride for her soul. This is very wordy. Anyways, it is here where she says, yes, and the next scene, we see that she did in fact accept the ride. One last piece of evidence that I have found is Gus's choice of instrument. Sure, it's not as obvious as a fiddle. Instead, it's a woodwind instrument. There are some references in the Bible that one of the, the, one of the instruments are created and favored by the devil, my understanding at least. This person, um, I'm like stumbling over their words because I don't really like how they wrote this. I can't follow along. So apparently he has some kind of woodwind instrument and there's references in the Bible that a woodwind instrument was created and favored by the devil. Okay. Then it says it's a bit of a silly one, but enough to make you think. Edit. Clarify the part about the car rental. Oh my gosh, this person. I can't. Reddit users believe that once Kate accepted the ride to Chicago from Gus at a crossroads, that was it for her soul for the rest of eternity. All right, so I'm going to take a break here and then we'll finish the rest of this article and maybe play a game. Also, it's 630. I'm pretty sure this person's not showing up. So that's fun. That'll be the worst part of my week next week. Next, Rudolph is the result of infidelity. Ew, I do not want to read this one. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is Donner's bastard son. <laughs> The way I said that, this is so dramatic. <laughs> okay, somebody said, just for fun. I think this is another Reddit thing. Oh my god, and it's very long. Yes, it's a Reddit post. Here we go. 
this bastard son, just for fun. This is based on Romeo Muller's screenplay for the 1964 Rankin-Bass Christmas special. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Rudolph doesn't look like his mom or dad. Where did he get that red nose from? Shouldn't his mom or dad have that nose as well? Well, all the other reindeer find out that Rudolph's nose, Santa's... Oh, when all of the other reindeer find out about Rudolph's nose, Santa's reaction is to get mad at Rudolph's father. Donner, you should be ashamed of yourself. Why should Donner be ashamed of himself? Just because he tried to hide the nose? The rejection of Rudolph is extreme, even extending to Santa and the adult reindeer coach. From now on, gang, we won't let Rudolph join in any reindeer games, right? Along with his dad, to some extent. You could argue that the culture of the North Pole was simply to reject and exclude misfits, but Hermie the elf wasn't rejected as extremely as Rudolph, even though he was a misfit. Oh my gosh, I wonder if my sister's seen this movie too. Me and my other sister grew up watching this annoying-ass Rudolph movie with Hermie and had that big abominable snowman thing. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? There's a weird Rudolph, like, claymation kind of looking movie. Anyways. Even though he's a misfit at all. Hermie was terrible at his job and was only rejected after refusing to work and support the other elves at toy making, not to mention singing in the tenor section. Rudolph, on the other hand, is great at reindeer things, leaping and prancing with great talent, but he's rejected almost with religious fervor. You could even argue it's a racial allegory, with Rudolph's birth being biracial. <laughs> it's kind of true. Oh my gosh. He is like, <laughs> it's just his nose. His nose is a different color for Rudolph. An example of the extreme nature of the alienation from the adults is Clarice's dad refusing to let Rudolph even be seen with Clarice. Why would a red nose inspire such hate in an adult? The following exchange is curious. Clarice, Papa? Her dad. You get back to your cave this instant. But I, I, this instant, young lady. Yes, sir. There's one thing I want to make very plain. No doe of mine is going to be seen with a red-nosed reindeer. <laughs> the only explanation is that the red nose is like a scarlet letter A. Rudolph is an illegitimate child, a bastard, an unclean birth. And the red nose is probably from a well-known deer prostitute. <laughs> I can't with this. Every adult recognizes Rudolph as a whore son and prejudices the children against him. Damn, this was like the most real one so far, I think. So whose child is he? Donner's or his mom's? Wait, what? I say Donner's shame at his son and Santa's anger at Donner is evidence that it's Donner's illegitimate child. Rudolph's nose is a constant reminder of his own infidelity. Wait, so how is that possible? That Donner is his actual child born of a prostitute, but... Rudolph's mom doesn't know that that's not his child. This makes no sense. It should be the other way around. Like, the mom was unfaithful. We're talking about a fucking cartoon mythical deer. <laughs> the tea, guys. The tea. The cheese me over here. Why do I think it isn't his mom's illegitimate child? Because aside from Santa's anger at Donner, note Rudolph's mom says, well, we'll simply have to overlook it after Rudolph's birth. It seems Rudolph's mom is good at overlooking the imperfections of others, including her husband's infidelities, perhaps with prostitutes. <laughs> that isn't a birth scene. It's a sense of Donner after bringing back his bastard, like Eddard, 
and John in Game of Thrones. I don't know if I'm saying Edward right. I wanted to say Edward. When Rudolph runs away with Hermie, Donna refuses to let his wife go, saying this is a man's work. Rudolph is his handiwork, his child, a result of a man's actions. This makes me think it's probably a whore and not another woman who got pregnant. A woman? These are deer. Cartoon deer. This makes me think it's probably a whore and not another woman who got pregnant with Donner's child. Donner's guilt and sense of responsibility make him want to rescue Rudolph. If it wasn't his son, Donner would A, know it wasn't his son because of the nose and would therefore B, not care about Rudolph as much as he does. The only person who refers to Mrs. Donner as Rudolph's mom is Rudolph. The narrator only refers to her as Mrs. Donner. Now you can bet old Donner felt pretty bad about the way he had treated Rudolph. There's an ambulance. An ambulance. You guys ever wonder who's in those things and what's going on? And who's having a crazy night? An unfortunate event. Makes me sad. Ugh, anyways. Now you can bet old Donner felt pretty bad about the way he had treated Rudolph, and he knew the only thing to do was go out and look for his little buck. Donner claims to value self-respect, but doesn't instill any in Rudolph, instead choosing shame and hiding. Why would a red nose prevent Rudolph from being proud of who he is and not having self-respect? If A, Rudolph was a product of sin, B, Donner was talking about himself. Hiding Rudolph's nose is a way of hiding evidence of his sin from the world and maintaining his self-respect. That's why he says to Rudolph, after he hides his nose with mud, there are more important things than comfort, self-respect. Okay. As you can see, there's plenty of evidence that Rudolph is Donner's illegitimate child. The subtext of the piece is not only one of religious intolerance and puritanism, but also of racial prejudice. Rudolph is a mixed race child, child like George Harriman brought up in an intolerant and judgmental society in his red nose symbolic of guilt and the blood of christ is visual evidence of sin like hawthorne's scarlet letter i can't speak Blech. in this way arthur rankin jr jules bass larry romer kizo nagashima romeo muller and robert may wrote not just a timeless children's stop-motion animation classic, but also an important story about the importance of acceptance and tolerance for those that are different. That was very long, but it seemed the most real for sure. Next. All Tim Burton films are one big story. Okay, this, I haven't heard this before, but I've thought this before. I'm interested in reading this. A widely popular theory on the internet is that Tim Burton's movies, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Corpse Bride, and Frankenweenie, yes, 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 are all connected in one universe. I agree. It starts with Victor, the protagonist in Frankenweenie, who grows up and finds love in Corpse Bride. He then spends his time in the afterlife as Jack Skellington. Oh. Interesting. So here's a Reddit post. Tim Burton film connections. Okay, so my apologies if this has been posted about before, but I have come to a conclusion that Tim Burton's animated stop motion movies are actually all centered around the same character at different stages. So I'm just going to jump right into it. In the upcoming movie, Frank and Weenie, Victor, the main character, attempts to re resurrect his dog Sparky. Not labeled as spoilers because all of this is in the trail. Gotcha. Then in Corpse Bride, the main character, also named Victor. Oh, they are? 
Oh, I feel like I did notice that and I just really didn't think anything of it. Encounters his skeletal dog scraps in the afterlife. Now, while the dog may have changed names, it isn't completely unbelievable that he may have renamed it later on after its resurrection to represent how it is essentially scraps put together. Finally, when we get to Jack Skellington, a new and possibly renamed character who bears a striking, if exaggerated, resemblance to Victor and his lanky appearance, Jack also is closely followed by his dog, now a ghost, as the majority of its body has decomposed. It may be that after Victor dies, he may have become more and more part of the afterlife until he finally becomes the spectral Jack. This is just some thoughts on the movie, so please don't hold me to it. What are your thoughts? Was I completely off base? I see that. I see that, guys. And I think that's the end. What was the most believable to you? So there's that, your 10 conspiracy theories for Christmas movies. I think I'm going to go ahead and get some tacos now. Hmm. All right, we'll be back for another game later. We're going to laugh. I might cry and I'm going to want to tell you why because, hey. Well, that's just life. Okay, different day, different night, different house. What's my life? Ooh, I need to make a song. Um, stood up is what she was. I'm whispering so that I don't fucking wake these people up and get reamed out for being a shitty person. Hmm, so sorry the audio is going to be different because I'm trying to be quiet again. Um, it's not even that late. <laughs> it is morning for me, 1 a.m. <laughs> no, but yeah, um, I found out what the word was that I was looking for. It is stood up, which is what I was. So I had some ceviche tostadas all by myself, and I had a Mexican mule. We were supposed to share like a margarita pitcher or a tower, which is like a shit ton of drinks literally would have killed me so i guess it's fine that i was stood up but i think i'm officially done with friends yeah i'm officially done with indiana and we're not gonna be heavy this episode it's not raining so i didn't have the the reminder to let the rain be heavy and not our hearts i'm not gonna lie guys my heart's pretty heavy right now it was really bad yeah, so I was stood up and um, stupid me just keeps letting people mistreat me and misuse me and just make me feel um, unwanted, uncared for, invalidated. And I still reached out to them afterwards and I needed to go to their house to get my stuff. I was like, hey, I got ready at your place um, and I left my things there because um, they were traveling into town to meet me at the restaurant and um so I asked to go back to get my stuff and then I was just really sad because I was expecting to hang out that night and I enjoy hanging out with this person and they just like ignored me and didn't care and then I sent a reckless text message and was like hey uh tbh just like really don't want to sleep by myself tonight can I come like be in your presence because again people trying to give me space when I don't fucking want space um, and they were just like, yeah, sure. Went there, fell asleep on the couch next to them. Woke up in the morning and was like, well, congratulations. I know we were supposed to go out to get drinks to celebrate something good that happened to you. 
that you invited me to that, surprise, I was going to treat you because it's almost your birthday. And um, you could have said something. You could have just been like, didn't want to go. Instead, they sent me a Snapchat three hours later that was like, I don't feel good. And I was like, yeah, could have just said that instead of leaving me there by myself to look like an idiot in front of this bartender who knows who we are and that you stood me up. And uh, they were just like, okay. And I was like, okay, congrats, fucking asshole. And then I walked out and then I continued to Snapchat them because I don't like losing people and I'm sick and fucking tired of people doing this to me. Why do I care? Why don't I just walk away and just never talk to them again? I don't know. I'm incapable. I'm incapable. So now I'm just messing with them and sending them inappropriate Snapchats um, just to mess with them because they mess with me. But like if they reached out and wanted to hang out, I'm a psycho and I would be like, okay. So all my other friends stitched me anyway, so because I don't know how to stick to my own boundaries that I've set. Anyways, it'll enough of that. No, but it really was. And I'm done with men and I'm done with fucking everything. But what I'm not done with is looking up. Now I have my laptop in front of me. Ooh, I love clicky mouse noises. I could literally listen to that all day. I am the type of person who has the little clickety-clacks sounds on my iPhone, like, texting keyboard, whatever you call it. The oh my god, I love, I love it. ASMR. Okay, so I was going to look up another kind of Christmassy fun thing to do. Let's see. Christmas coloring pages. <laughs> trying so hard to whisper christmas coloring pages is what popped up uh that'll be fun and really entertaining for you guys to listen to oh it'll be asmr it'll be like chicka, 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 chicka. just coloring oh i like that sound too um what was i looking up um i don't do they probably have some sort of like what <laughs> i was gonna look up what christmas character am i like a quiz but the first thing that pops up is what christmas means to me so let's see what that is. I'm just going to click on it. Create a kinder Christmas. Share your light this season. Scriptures, your life has a purpose, church account. All right, we're going to go back to uh, the coloring pages. <laughs> that was going to be a fun game. Um, What Christmas? Absolutely not. I don't need, I don't need scripture right now. I mean, I do, but I don't want it. <laughs> Which famous Christmas character are you from Beano.com? Beano. Do you guys remember Bean in my last episode? Are you of cookies except... Fine, I'll accept some cookies. I wish I had real cookies. Wow, this thing looks like really obnoxious and annoying, but we're gonna do it anyways. Oh, this was last updated on November 22nd, 2022. So it's new. Of all the Christmas... Which was Scrooge the Grinch. I know I'm gonna end up being the Grinch. Oh my god, the first question. Okay, we're gonna do this, guys. Okay, how calm are you in the run-up to Christmas? Some people say I'm too excited. I'm quite relaxed about it all. I can't wait to get my hands on all those presents. I run around making all sorts of wishes. Wow, none of these are me. Can't wait to get my hands on all those presents. Ugh. 
Yeah, because that's what it's about. I run around making all sorts of wishes. I guess we'll say that. Okay. I feel like my whispery voice is really annoying, so I don't want to whisper. I think maybe I won't wake them up if I use my normal voice. Dear God, cross your, cross your hearts and your fingers and hope to die for me, guys. How early do you start writing your Christmas list? What list? The list of all the times I've been naughty? It's constantly being updated, actually. November, as soon as I've finished unwrapping my presents, I'll begin, oh, like from the previous year, I'll begin to think about it in October. Where is the never? I like, don't even get me presents. I want love and hugs and time and experiences and memories. I don't want gifts, but I like them, I guess. I kind of like them. Like once I open them, I'm like, okay, I guess it's nice to get some presents, but meh. I don't know. I guess I'll say it's constantly being updated because like technically like there's things that I'm always like wanting that I wish I could have, but I never buy them because I'm frugal as fuck and um, I never get them because I don't ask people for them. So I don't know. I guess that's most relatable. When's the most acceptable time to wake everyone up on Christmas day? Never. Leave me the F asleep, please. 1201 quite early as long as a power cut doesn't turn off the alarm clocks seven o'clock wallow in self-pity i just threw that in there when it's light outside or maybe a little bit before that okay i'm stuck here because 1201 as in a.m okay i guess i'm gonna go with that because we stay up till midnight to open gifts we do not go to bed and wake up christmas gifts in the morning so technically i don't know i guess i answered that What's the best way to celebrate Christmas? The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear, I guess. By spending time with family, by opening all the presents, just waiting for my Christmas wishes to come true. Hurry up, Santa. I'm torn between all of them except for the presents one. So I guess I'll say singing. How big is your Christmas stocking? I don't have one. Thanks a lot for reminding me. I could use it as a sleeping bag. <laughs> It's the size of a pillowcase. Maybe a duvet cover? Just an average size stocking. I guess I'll say that. We had a pretty average size once. Growing up, what's your favorite thing to eat on Christmas Day? Cuban food. That's not going to be on here. Cuban food. Cuban tamales. Yuca. Congri. Yuca con mojo. Lechon. Ropa vieja. Ew, candy canes, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. A lovely cheese pizza, lots of chocolate, Brussels sprouts are delicious, and chocolate too. These are the most ridiculous answers. <laughs> Literally, who eats, the, like, where's, like, like, don't people, like, normally eat, like, Thanksgiving-type food on Christmas? I feel like, or is that just my family? Like, we used to do that? Or we would have Cuban food on Thanksgiving, and then for Christmas dinner, we would make, like, traditional thanksgiving food because we still wanted to have american thanksgiving food but we didn't want to have it on thanksgiving so we would do it on christmas and do people not just like do that on christmas like what is this cheese pizza and chocolate what the hell and then the other option is brussels sprouts and chocolate the fuck <laughs> lots of chocolate no i'm just gonna say chocolate because i'm depressed and chocolate makes me undepressed so we'll just say that what's the best game to play at christmas board games all kinds of board games <gasps> there we go top one is a board game Fortnite, any game that I can win. <laughs> I mean, that's me too. But I'm happy to play anything, 
but maybe a cheeky game of FIFA? Dear God, obviously board game. It's snowing outside, pick something to wear. A pointy hat and ridiculous shoes. Dear God, they're just trying to make me be the elf. Something warm, like a bobble hat? A Santa costume. A warm coat and scarf. We're going to go with that because that's normal. <laughs> What's the greatest part about Christmas crackers? Oh my God, I have to be quiet. What the fuck are Christmas crackers? <laughs> okay, I thought they were talking about like food, like crackers, but the picture is like one of those like poppy things. Like you pop it and like confetti comes out, like a crack, like a firecracker. Literally, what the hell? What is this some weird tradition I know nothing of? What's the greatest part about Christmas crackers? The jokes are hilarious. The loud bang. The small gift inside. Or the paper hat. Excuse me, who deprived me of Christmas crackers my whole childhood? There's hilarious jokes inside and gifts? And then it turns into a paper hat and there's a loud bang? What is this? I thought it was food. There's no way. Nobody knows what this is. Please message me on Instagram if you know what this is talking about. What is a Christmas cracker? And is this a tradition that real live people know anything about? Um, I'm just going to guess what I would have liked about it. The small gift or the jokes being hilarious. Probably like, why did the chicken cross the road? So we'll go with the gift, I guess. All right, next question. How many portions of Christmas pudding could you eat? What is, oh my me madre, what is Christmas pudding? And it's a picture of a cake with teeth and very obnoxious googly eyes. You know what? I don't know about this Beano website. They Beano making sense on here. I wish I knew what Christmas pudding was. I'm just going to say yuck because I don't know what it is. And I don't really care for desserts unless it's flan. Or pudding, which is funny. That actually is pudding. Bread pudding? Is that what it is? Bread pudding is a Cuban, like, well, I don't know if it's a Cuban thing, but we, we make that at our Cuban holidays. And it's like a thick, fluffy, rich, caramely bread. And we call it pudding because I think it's called bread pudding. Is that what they mean? I love that stuff. They still made me the elf. How the hell did I get the results? Buddy the elf. No. Immediately, no. That's not me. You wish it could be Christmas all year round. <laughs> you're also quite loud when you're excited. <laughs> Is that why I'm the elf? I'm trying so hard to be quiet right now. All right, we're going to go. We're going to. Bino, you got one more chance. Bino.com. There's got to be something else I can do. I'm bored out of my mind. And. Leave me a comment or a review or a DM somewhere on Instagram or something if you also hate this whispering. Like, I'm, I'm not whispering, but like, I'm trying not to really use my full voice like I was in the car. I felt so comfortable. And I do feel like I'm loud and like screamy in the car, kind of. So it's probably, you guys probably prefer me talking like this so that I can shut up a little bit. But I feel like I'm straining my voice more. And I feel like I'm getting hoarse and I'm sounding hoarse talking like this. I don't like it. I want to go back into my car, but it's really cool out there. Oh, this is bound to wake somebody up. I found a Guess the Christmas Song music challenge. See if you can hear. 
Okay, can you name these Christmas songs within the first few seconds, okay? When does it start? Oh, ready? Okay, so it's All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. Obviously, the entire world would know that, but I don't know. It's counting down still from 10 seconds. I already guessed it. What? Oh, okay, I just wanted to see what it was going to make me do. Okay, and then it tells you. Okay, this is obnoxious and seems very easy. Okay, let's see what the next one is. Rocking around the green tree. Let's hear that again. I don't need to hear it again. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it said, let's hear that again. Because I got it wrong. Didn't know that I got it wrong. I literally was so confident. Do they have, they must have similar intros or something. I got that wrong. Why did I think that? It's jingle. Oh my god, I wonder how many of you guys were like, Jennifer, you stupid. Okay, luckily I've only done two of these so far, and I noticed that um, the audio is really bad if I put the microwave microwave microphone up to the speaker to hear the music. Like, it's better if I keep the mic by my mouth and then the song's in the background. For some reason, you can hear it better that way because this stupid mini microphone that I'm using. Um, so that was embarrassing. Got that wrong. Let's go to the third one. Feliz Navidad, obviously. I wonder if you can hear it better now. It's the most wonderful time of the year. What's the song called? Is that what it's called? It's a half happy season of all. Holiday greetings. I actually do really like Christmas songs, actually, now that I think of it. I don't mind Christmas music. It just really freaking bugs me when they start playing it in August and September. And I haven't heard any Christmas music this year, really, to be honest. Like, I haven't gone to, like, a lot of stores and stuff. So maybe that's why I'm, like, I have a, a happy feeling towards Christmas music right now. But it really is fun to sing. It's very nostalgic. I actually, I was telling somebody, I really do like the holidays. Like, I am in my core... I am a, like, decorator, wants to bake the cutest, most creative cookies that you could ever so imagine, come up with the funnest games and scavenger hunts around the house and decorations running amok on the stair railings of your home. Like, I really actually love the holidays. I just have a very bad relationship with them because of my childhood and TBH, not even my childhood. I feel like it got worse in my adult years. Early adult Christmas years were horrendous. More, more so than my childhood because I think the reason I do like the holidays and like Christmas songs and stuff like that. I, I used to love our tradition of like after Thanksgiving, we would ha eat Thanksgiving food and then put up our tree either that night or the next day. And I loved that. Honestly, probably some of my happiest memories as like an actual family as a child was decorating the tree and opening Christmas presents. But there were just not very many of those. So why am I going on about this right now? I don't know, but I just felt the need to explain. 
I actually really do enjoy holidays because if you think about it, all the other holidays of the year, I always dress up on Halloween. I love Halloween. I love Thanksgiving because it has all everything to do with food and being with your family. And we always play board games. Fourth of July, I love me some fireworks and going to a lake and getting drunk. And New Year's, oh, I love dressing up for New Year's and having someone to kiss. That'll be really fun this year. <clears throat> Anyways, um all that to say i do like christmas i just i need to stop telling myself that it's so bad maybe and just enjoy it again but anyways you know what's the name of this song <laughs> that's what i was doing i'm just gonna guess the most wonderful time of the year i'm scared now i'm pausing it and that's cheating but i don't know the title yeah that's what it's called oh i'm annoying Rock and roll? Is this the one? Oh. <laughs> Why couldn't I think of that? Oh my god, I'm so annoying. Christmas! This is I'm cheating, I'm pausing the thing. I don't know the title. The title is Christmas? Oh my god. I'm so stupid. I just don't know the titles of these. This is not fair. I know the songs. That's Let It Snow. Happy Christmas. Really, I'm just gonna. Next one, I'm just gonna say Christmas because apparently they're all named Christmas. You know, it's Rudolph. You know Dasher and Dancer and I swear to God, if it's titled Christmas. You know which one I really like? I love the song. Um, the song. Jingle bells, just jingle bells, jingle all the way. Wow, wow, oh, fun it is to ride in one horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, just, just, just jingle bells. That one was always so fun to me. I love those J I N G L E bells. Is that the same one? Anyways, the one where all the ladies are like. Um, and there's like another part where they do something like that, like really goofy, and I always loved it. That's the one that reminds me of rocking around the Christmas tree with my mom and my sisters decorating. Alright. Boo boo, we all know that this is Santa baby, right? The beeping is so loud. Santa baby, just listen under the tree. I don't want to see that one. What the hell is this? Sounds depressing. I don't know the title. This is the little drummer boy? It's David Bowie. I didn't know that one. I like this one. 
Christmas. Christmas coming. I don't know. Christmas. Little thing. I love this song. Oh my gosh. The Beach Boys songs are so cute. I love those. Um, I lost my place because of blabbing. I love them. Jingle bells. Ew. That sounds horrible. Oh. <laughs> I don't want any of these. Why am I singing so badly? Christmas. Christmas time. that song a day in my life oh my god I wonder if <laughs> if you know what song that is you know why I'm laughing I have never heard that song I didn't know what it was and I'm sitting here with the most confused ugly look on my face and I was like I don't know I'm just gonna call it Christmas it's called Christmas Christmas time and it pops up and the title is literally Christmas time <laughs> This is probably not even that funny to you, but it's like late right now and I'm delirious. That is so funny. <laughs> I said I was just going to start calling every song Christmas and Christmas time. <laughs> it's Christmas time. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> Why was that so funny <laughs> to me? Hang on, I'm going to play it again. I don't know what that is. Literally, what the fuck is that? I'm gonna have a heart attack if I wake up my mother. She's going to kill me. A hippopotamus. Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. How many did you get? I don't know. Was anybody keeping track? I don't even know how many I got. I'm literally like two. <laughs> it was just for fun. Christmas riddles. Okay. Do I want to do Christmas trivia or Christmas riddles? Let's see if I can do a riddle. I'm so dumb right now. I probably can't, but is it not going to give me riddles? Okay. Ew, the answer's like right there. So I think I, I think I might've read what the answer was. I don't know. I come with many colors, very big and bright. I turn so many houses into a beautiful sight. Christmas lights? Yes, I did see that answer. Okay. What do you get when you cross a bird with a turtle? A... A birdle. <laughs> um, wait, is it the partridge? A part... Why am I thinking partridge in a pear tree? A bird with a turtle? Guys, what is it? A turtle <laughs> Okay, yes, I was thinking of the Christmas song. I just like, I didn't know what the word was. <laughs> I said a partridge in a pantry. <laughs> I'm a cookie you might like to eat, and some might say I'm a favorite, favorite Christmas treat. A gingerbread man? I have brown arms. Oh, I missed the other. 
half of it. I have brown arms, eyes, and don't forget my feet. Yeah, gingerbread man. That's so dumb. I am a helpful creature. I'm not too big and not too small. Out of all my fellow reindeer, you could say I'm the fastest of them all. Dasher? Or is it going to be rude? No, it's Dasher. Okay. I get chopped down, decorated all over, and have wings on top. What am I? A Christmas tree? Oh my god, these were the dumbest riddles I've ever seen in my life. Santa was having problems with his legs and couldn't walk, so he went to the hospital to ask the doctor if he could recommend something for him. What did the doctor give to Santa to help him walk? A sleigh? <laughs> Ow, my boob! I got like really weird like heartburn pain. It was a candy cane. I'm so dumb, I should have guessed that. Okay, so I record these little sections in segments and um, I try to make them short so that it's easier for editing, but also I have noticed every seven minutes that I record, my mom's heater turns on in the house and it's so loud and annoying and I'm pretty sure I noticed that you can hear it in the background, so I cut the recording every time the heater comes on and it's really annoying because it's literally seven minutes is what i have to record and then it kind of plays back a little bit and i can hear myself like talking and stuff before editing and i noticed that this little microphone it's literally a microphone it does not pick up singing it doesn't pick up music and like if i was singing along like that santa baby little part it like cuts the audio and like makes your voice weird for some reason i don't like that like you can literally only use this for talking and that's probably why I've seen people using it for their podcasts because you can't sing with it, which is so dumb. Watch, I'm going to sing right now and see if it does it again. Ba-boom, 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 Santa baby, I want a stocking with the duplex and checks. Is that even the words? I don't know. And it probably cut me off. It sounded horrible. But this microphone is dumb. And so are these Christmas trivias. <laughs> okay, so Santa had a candy cane for his walking problems, apparently. Okay. What is red and white, red and white, and red and white again? Oh my god. A fucking candy cane? Oh my god. <laughs> the answer is Santa Claus falling down a hill. I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. This is why I hate Christmas. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? That's pretty funny, actually. Because I'm like, a candy cane? Oh, God. If the end of the year is December 31st, what is the end of Christmas? The fuck? The December 25th? 26th? Oh, my God. The letter S. I was just like being dumb because I didn't know what the answer was, but oh, that, that, see, that's more of a riddle-ish, like it's a trick question, but I'm ugh, confused and thrown off my game over here with this Santa Claus rolling down a hill. Where do you find Santa's reindeer? Is this a trick question again? Where do you find Santa's reindeer? On the sleigh, in the sky, in the North Pole? It depends on where you... I'm going to shoot my brains out. It depends on where you left them is the answer. I was literally going to say something stupid like that too and I didn't. On Christmas Eve, Santa leaves his workshop. <laughs> I'm just done with these. On Christmas Eve, <laughs> I can't even finish the sentence. <laughs> 
On Christmas Eve, Santa leaves his workshop in the North Pole to deliver presents to all the good children. What direction does he travel? I'm going to say south because he's on the North Pole, so he must be going south, right? <gasps> the answer is south. The only direction you can travel from the North Pole is south. Okay, I got one. Yay. I'm so smart. <laughs> if otters keep their money in riverbanks, where does Frosty the Snowman keep his money? Let me guess. In his wallet. In a snowbank. In a, in a real bank. Like in a bank bank. A snowbank. Uh, the bank. With all of his money. He keeps his money in a snowbank. Okay, whatever. I got that one. When does Christmas come before Thanksgiving? When you put it there. In the sentence. I don't know. The year before. In the dictionary. Oh my in the dictionary. I'm a catchy carol and a tune that likes to rhyme. I contain 12 magnificent gifts that come around Christmas time. The 12, day, the 12 days of Christmas. Song. Yes. Okay, that's it. Dear God. I almost had a heart attack. I could keep a giant's foot warm and people look forward to finding me near the fireplace. What am I? A giant's foot warm? A stocking? Because it's supposed to be a, a huge stocking or something? Because I could put my own feet in a stocking and I'm not a giant. A Christmas stocking is the answer. If a lion wrote a Christmas album, what would it be called? If a lion wrote a Christmas album. Roar. Roar. Christmas album. Um. It's gotta be something dumb. What is it? Jungle. Jungle bells, guys. Jungle bells. And it's been seven minutes. The heater's about to turn on, so. <laughs> I'm done. What's the only kind of egg you can drink? Eggnog? You can drink any kind of egg, actually. Yeah, eggnog. What kind of laundry does Santa Claus prefer? No, the answer showed me. Yuletide. Oh my god. I saw the answer, so that one didn't count. Frosty the snowman went to see the dermatologist because his head was itchy and dry. What does the snowman get when he itches his dandruff? Snowflakes? Oh my god. Yeah. There goes the heater. Alright, we better hurry it up because I only got seven more minutes. Um, yeah, I, I heard the part back where I was singing and it literally didn't cut me off unless it's a high note. <laughs> I'm so dumb right now. Okay, so it was like a weird high note on that Santa Baby song that like started kind of going in and out. So, if I went like this, uh, like I wouldn't be able to do a Michael Jackson like a hee hee. Watch, it's going to cut me off. I'm going to sound like an idiot. And if it doesn't, I'm going to sound more like an idiot. Because the beginning of that Santa Baby when I was doing boom, 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 it didn't cut me off. And it sounded pretty clear. So I just sound like a crazy person and none of this matters and none of you care about it. And I wasted 46 seconds of recording time. <laughs> How many more riddles are left? What do you call it after all the Christmas gifts have been opened? Um, time to go to bed. Oh. A Christmas. A Christmas. M-E-S-S. -S, dear Lord. Uh, 20... I've done 20 of these? Dear God. What did the snow woman do to the snowman? Excuse me? This is naughty. When she was upset with him. I don't even want, I don't even want to know. This answer. 
It's either going to be really stupid or perverted. What did the snow woman do to the snowman when she was upset with him? Something about his balls. <laughs> Let's see, charcoal, carrot, his arms, his hat, balls. He's made out of snowballs. She gave him the cold shoulder. <laughs> I'm so dumb. If you are related to Mr. and Mrs. Claus, what is your relation? Whatever your relation is to them. If you're related to Mr. and Mrs. Claus, what is your relation? A relative. Oh my god. <laughs> I wonder if somebody else got that one. That one's actually a good riddle. I guess, kind of. A relative clause. If you know English. I'm ashamed of myself because I said I like English in my last episode. What does the gingerbread man put on his bed instead of a blanket? Um, frosting, um, covers, pillowcase. I'm trying to think of like what you would put on a bed and then relate it to a gingerbread man. Um, instead of a blanket. I don't even know. A co- <laughs> That one's a good one. That one's a good one. A cookie sheet. Did anybody else get that? I wonder if there's anybody out there who's good at riddles who's actually getting these. <laughs> a cookie sheet. That's really cute, actually. <laughs> I like that one. More like this, please. <laughs> Not fucking Santa Claus rolling down a hill. Why can't a Christmas tree stand up? Star branches. Present. Um, stand up? Like stand up comedy? Why can't a Christmas tree stand up? Well, it usually has a stand. It doesn't have legs. Okay. You're done. You're done. What holiday songs do fish sing? What holiday songs do fish sing? Ba bubble water water What are you doing? What are you what are you do what are you doing New Year's Eve? Isn't that a song? It's Christmas chorals. I like my answer though. What are you doing? <laughs> no, it's Christmas chorals. Who delivers Christmas presents to dogs every year? Happy Santa, eh, Santa Pauls. <laughs> Stupid. What did the little boy's mom say when he asked for a puppy for Christmas? Some of these, some of these, a couple of them were good. Are you, are you, are you kitten me? Let me guess. Oh my God, is that it? Are you kitten me? Oh man, no, you can have turkey like everyone else. Oh my god. <laughs> like he's gonna eat the fucking dog. I'm done. I hide around the house, moving around each night. Santa sends me each year to see who's naughty and nice. What am I? I hide around the house. Elf on the shelf? <laughs> oh, it is elf on the shelf. Okay, next. You can hold me and even shake me, but I'm easy to break. I have lots of snow, but it's all fake. What am I? A snow globe. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next. You can catch me easily, especially during the holidays, but you can never throw me. What am I? A cold. Right? Said it? I was right. I stayed snug in a bassinet with animals while my mother sang me a lullaby. Who am I? Baby Jesus? Oh my god, it's... Yes. Hmm. I have no piddly idea. A postage stamp? That's a postage stamp. That's a good one. 
that, that made me upset because I didn't get it, but it was a good one. What does Santa call his red-nosed reindeer when he gets a little sassy? R Rudolph. Who gets sassy? When Rudolph gets sassy? Or when Santa gets sassy? Rudolph. Oh my god, it's Rudolph. I'm grumpy and green. I stole all the presents in one night. But then my heart grew and I made everything right. It's Jenny! The Grinch. What is every pre parent's favorite Christmas carol? Silent Night. Please. Yes! Like, got it. Who else got that one? Oh my gosh. I'm getting really tired. I'm about to stop. Why does the alphabet get shorter at Christmas time? Because it has... Oh my god. Because <laughs> it has Noel. That's a pretty good one. I like that one. Should I just end it there? I should end it there. The heater's about to turn on. What do you call a kid who doesn't believe in Santa Claus? A, a rebel without a claws. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. You guys, it goes up to 110 and I was at like 70. There's no way that anybody is listening right now and that this was entertaining. <laughs> There's no way in America. I wish there was another me. <sighs> I'm so tired. I wish there was another me that I could play the word girl game with. Because I love ending with the word girl game. You get what you get and you don't throw a fit. But either way... Don't forget to love yourself. Do something that makes you happy today or tonight. Oh my god, it's 2.43. I'm gonna actually go to bed. I was yawning. I was tired. Okay, good night. Love you. Thank you for being here. Bye. So do do do.